Drive Time on RTE Radio 1, sponsored by Zurich. Create a brighter future with a savings plan from Zurich. Visit zurich.ie to find out more. Tweet at Drive Time RTE. Falcha Arash, food poverty is becoming an increasing issue for many Irish families dealing with increased energy bills and grocery prices as well. Recent research found 10% of parents, 10% of parents and those looking after children are skipping meals to feed the children in their care. In Dublin's north inner city, the Cross Care Community Cafe and Food Bank on Portland Road is seeing increased demand from the working poor this report from Suzanne Campbell. Okay, so today on the menu there is vegetable soup first, chicken supreme with mash and veg, and then we have a trifle for dessert. Louise Lawless manages the community cafe in Portland Row in Dublin. So if you came in and had a two-course lunch, that's the soup and the main course, that's €4. Euro. And then if you wanted to add a dessert, it's 5 Alongside the other cross-care cafe in Dunleary, they gave out 11,000 nutritious meals to the public last year. The cafe is open to all. It's a community cafe, and so all walks of life are welcome through the doors. We provide breakfast in the morning from 8 to 10, and at lunchtime we provide a light lunch or an early dinner from 12 to 2. Breakfast foods range from a light pastry or porridge or cereals right up to your normal frying, your toast and your eggs and all that kind of stuff. Fresh coffee um, and tea. Working professionals come in in the morning times or um, young mothers, um, you know, dropping the kids off from school. Anybody in the community sometimes will have the, the older generation coming in and just having a little meet and greet with their friends and coming in for a little breakfast. But are you seeing a change in demand, an increase in the demand for food in the cafe in, in the last while? There is, and it, it, there's a different type of person coming in as well, I suppose. There's been lots of families coming in. There's been an increase in working professionals that are either living alone or have now found out, you know, it's actually easier to be able to budget for their meals each day here because it's a set price rather than going shopping and the cost of that might increase each time. So at least they have a set price each week here. We also do a voucher system here where you can buy a voucher and you can buy your vouchers for the week so that at least you know at the start of the week you've paid for your lunches or your dinners and then at least you know that's not a bother that you you're always going to be fed each day. How important is this cafe and this resource in this community? It's a lovely spot. It's not just about the food. Here people receive a lovely welcome. Um, it's very social. People come and meet their friends here. It's very private. Um, and then they can receive, you know, it's, it's nice to have a kind word, um, but they can also receive a lot of information for other services and social activities and things that are going on in the community from here as well. I'm Margaret. I'm a kitchen assistant. I'm Angie. I'm a cook. It's Chicken Supreme. Mash and carrots. How many times during the week would you have chicken supreme on it? How do you vary it? It would only be once every three weeks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it'll be chicken curry the next week, chicken and gravy. In addition to providing food for the cafe and Haven House, Crosscare's homeless service, this centre is also a pick-up point for food parcels, which are going out to families where sometimes parents or children are already going without meals. Louise takes me through the green crate on the table that they give out weekly, fortnightly or monthly, depending on need. So as you can see, there's lots of dried goods, there's pastas, cereals, there's rice, there's all sorts of bits and bobs. There's toiletries. We also add in nappies or wipes and things that if they're needed, baby food if we have it. And we also add in washing powder, softener, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Which is very expensive stuff. That. Well, this is it. The, the parcel is not meant to be the full week shopping. It's meant to be a real big addition. All the staples are there so maybe you might be able to use that small amount of money that you have left to maybe purchase some vegetables some meat to really bump up the meals so we have we've wheatabix 
We have easy cook rice and Mars bar, oxtail soup, tuna, noodles, pasta sauce. So stuff that's easy to prepare. Yeah, exactly. And we very freely give advice on what they can actually do with that with that parcel as well. You know, if people are struggling, sometimes people see something um, that they wouldn't normally have purchased in their own shopping. So we'll happily say, well, you know, you could mix this with this and there's two dinners out of that. So, yeah, it's, it's just about, I suppose, knowing what to do with the parcel that they get. The area of food poverty is, is quite complex. Sometimes there is individual struggles that people are having and they might need support with that and the food poverty is a symptom of something greater. Joy Walsh, Food Poverty Casework Service, Crosscare. But we definitely find families are struggling, especially the increased cost of living. I don't think anybody in the country could say that they haven't seen an impact of that. Mm. And especially those low-income families don't have the safety net that the rest of the society might have. We have people who, because of the housing crisis, are paying astronomical rent. There might be one person working in the family, but the other parent may not be able to get childcare. So that has people in a difficult situation. We also have people coming to us who may have lost an income due to illness. We have a lot of the working poor coming now where maybe two people are working in the family. But because of high rent, increased cost of living, they might have a number of children. They might have children with additional needs in the family as well. There's all these added pressures and costs that families are experiencing. In 2021, Crosscare began a different approach to food poverty, meeting one-on-one with those visiting the food bank and offering more help than just handing out food parcels. So we do a lot of work with them around sometimes it's really practical things like restructuring loans, linking them in with the wider services that sometimes Crosscare have or wider than that. So we have a counselling service, we have family support workers, the youth and housing sector, we have migrant support. So sometimes we can act as a gateway into accessing a wider range of supports as well. Are you you seeing successful outcomes looking at it case by case rather than just giving people food? Absolutely. People come to us and they do need emergency food Mm. support but unless we actually address the factors that are causing people to access food banks they will continue to become Mm. dependent and entrenched in poverty and really what we want is to move people out of dependency and to give people the opportunity to go and buy their own shopping and support their families. Last year, caseworkers in Crosscare supported more than 800 families and individuals who were experiencing food poverty. Unfortunately, Crosscare don't receive any statutory funding at present. We're hoping that that will change. But we look for donations, apply for any grants. The Community Foundation of Ireland have been very good to our project over the last two years. Through the Late Late Toy Show money, we've been able to hire new caseworkers to continue to do the good work that we're doing. And we also have on our website, www.crosscare.ie, we have a donate button. Do you see this is a key way forward in kind of addressing food poverty. I know it's really complex, but I suppose if you don't address the problems behind why they are presenting here, they will keep needing services. That's the exact point. It's almost moving away from a charity model to something Mm. more progressive that really gives people back some impairment and autonomy. But we have really positive results. A lot of the people that come to us will engage with the service for maybe six to eight weeks and then they move on. They move out of food poverty, where historically they might be going to a food bank for months, Mm. years and that kind of level of generational poverty is very damaging to families and communities so we really want to achieve long-term sustainable outcomes for people where they can now go and buy their shopping and they're not entrenched in in Mm. poverty anymore. And a lot of good work happening there. That report from Suzanne Campbell.